everybody. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Angie. How you guys doing? Hey. What's going on, Captain Joe? Ah, man, not much. Uh, recovering from uh, uh, elk trip, elk hunting trip I did out in uh, Jackson, Wyoming area. It was uh, pr uh, actually pretty exciting. Um, you know, uh, me and, and two friends, uh, both of them were uh, um, Army veterans themselves. You know, we actually... Uh, got some elk tags to go hunt in the uh, Bridger Teton National Forest. Uh, uh, actually, we chose that area, and uh, uh, my friend Jacob had hunted there last year. Um, you know, they, they were successful, got a couple elk last year uh, around mid-October, and, and he swears, man, it's a great area. You know, you're going to have a lot of fun. Anyways, um, we end up going out, out there, and lo and behold, and I was telling this to Angie earlier, this was the same area where they uh, they did that huge search for uh, Gabby, that uh, uh, young lady from New York whose body did really body I didn't was know that. yeah yeah so it was, it's, uh, it's kind of weird because you know we we passed the campground you know going into where we were we were hunting at and uh, mind you we were twelve miles into the backcountry you know um, the the hippie campground <laughs> as I will call it because. Uh, that's who that's who occupied the you know the, the the main campground you know this is the manicured campgrounds and where her and the the brian guy were at um you know it was very packed you know there's a lot of lot you know a lot a lot of folks there you just kind of park they camp they hike some of the, the easy trails there now me and my buddies now we were way way back there um in the bear country grizzly country in fact you know we saw bears we saw moose we saw you know uh almost everything out there except for big elk um except for what you were hunting exactly and that's normally how it goes you know but um you know we spent a, like a week out there and uh it's a good time you know obviously uh you know i had a new prosthetic made for my left leg obviously and i was able to hike uh you know 10 miles you know, um eight to 10 miles each day wow. and on the lone trails back, back in the, uh, the, the rough stuff, you know, and this obviously That's you want, right. yeah, you want big elk. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get off the, the main trails, you know, and you gotta be able to work, be willing to work for it, you know, um, you know, but being able to see a, a monster moose, you know, coming out of the timber in the, in, in the late afternoon. And, uh, you're like, wow, man, you're just amazed how big they are. Um, yeah. And then you know, uh, we ran into a, a neat outfitter a company. Um, you know, started by a family. They've been outfitting in that valley for fifty-something years. And of course, you know, I had to make the joke, you know, or the question. You know, I'm like, hey, you guys ever see a Bigfoot? You know, and uh, and you know, and so like, uh, they're like, no. And he goes, but you know, we've had hunters that have had, you know, some weird things happen. You know, really? Yeah. So. You, you know, I think Johnny Angie, I kind of told you this in the, in the messenger about the the witch laugh. So, yeah. like our, our last night there, you know, um, so we're staying in um, uh, in a, um, a a big outfitter's tent that has a wood stove in it. You know, so mind you, at night it's in 30s. Dips, you know, the coldest it dipped down was like 17 degrees. So. You know, we had a lot of wood uh, uh, cut and stacked, and, and, and we would feed this wood stove at night, you know, obviously adds warmth inside the tent. 
um, about three o'clock in the morning, I realized, uh, you know, I could kind of see the, the, the air holes on the tent and it was kind of, uh, the coals were going down. So I, you know, I leaned over out of my sleeping bag, opened the door, threw a couple logs in and, uh, waited for, you know, the, um, for, for that wood to start, you know, catching and, and start warming up the tent. So I laid back down on my back, you know, and, uh, Man, it was just the weirdest thing. I, I heard two very, I mean, very, I mean, very distinct laughs, like like the the Halloween witch. The <laughs> I mean, laughs. And you know what? Uh, you know, I look across the tent, my buddy there, and and, and he's sound asleep, snoring, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know. So the next morning, you know, the guy in the next tent, you know, I, you know, I ask, and and he works for you know a federal prison, you know. I'm, I'm like, hey, Clint, did you hear, you know, some laughing last night? And he goes, man, it woke me up, you know. I'm like, I'm like, okay, so here, you know, so we're in this big meadow, you know, a big grassy field, and uh, you know, we had a a cliff that was pretty much behind us. We do that for safety reasons because figured bears aren't gonna, you know, grizzlies aren't gonna climb a, climb a cliff to get to you. Right. Uh, now across the meadow, and it was, you know, it's probably a hundred, hundred twenty yards across, you know, to the other side. It went up this hill, and it was just all, you know, big timber. Now that's the direction the noise came from, and uh, man, I, I don't know, you know. I, again, I kind of chalked that up to like, what the heck was that? You know? uh, and of I course, I've never heard anything like that. No, no, of course, and of course, I had to Google and like, you know, like witches. You know, have you ever heard witches, witch laughter? You know, from the woods. And there's like quite a few like like internet things that discuss that. You know, and uh, I don't even want to bring it up because it's you know, you know, people talk about being cursed or whatnot. I'm like, Whoop, that wasn't me. I didn't hear nothing. Well, I was. I, I was thinking more along the lines of a mother-in-law joke, but I'm going to leave that off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I have a question. Did it sound like the same creature was doing the two laughs, or was it two separate creatures? No, s- s- same. Uh, sounded like the same. I mean, it was one right after another. <laughs> you know, you know and, and that's why I said, man, it, it sounded too good to be real, you know? And and that and, and that's that that's what kind of gets me, you know. I was like, "What the heck?" You know, like somebody um, was maybe messing with you. Yeah, but you know what? Who's gonna who's gonna hump in twelve miles off the nearest road, right? Wait, and, and I had all the sounds like why a witch? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know back in back in grizzly country, you know, who's gonna go out there and do that with, with you know with three you know three you know three armed dudes, you know. Um, but again, it's just one of those weird things, you know. Now uh, we did have a pretty, uh, pretty funny incident that happened. Uh, I don't know if any of our viewers ever used bear spray. Um, you know, I've, I, I don't pack it on those type of hunts. You know, I, I, I bring a Glock. You know, I think a Glock is, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, yeah, that that is my bear spray. You know, um, that'll work. And, yeah, no, and and there's a reason for that, you know, because with the bear spray, you you have to be a hundred percent sure of the wind, right? If right. the wind is blowing in your face and you go to spray a bear, guess what? You're you're wearing it, and the bear the bear is gonna first is gonna stop and laugh at you, like wondering what the hell happened to this thing, 
you know, I, you went from prey to being yeah, wounded. weird. Yeah, you know, and then uh, you just added flavoring to yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, you just put your, you, know, you just gave yourself added a little pepper, you know, a little, a little, yeah, spicy. A, little, a little cayenne pepper. But you know, I mean, but so I mean, you know, with a gun, you don't have to worry about, you know, not close distance. You don't have to worry about the wind, <laughs> you know, right. handgun. But um, so that, you know, we had made a plan. We're going to get up at 430 in the morning. We're going to go hike back into this uh, meadow. And it was about five miles, you know, uh, back into this this deep, deep part of the country. We want to get to go look, look, catch elk out in the open. Uh, now, my friend Jake, he, uh, he's got his pack all set. And, of course, he, you know, he he's got the can of bear spray, you know. Um, and... Man. Anyways, he, uh, I'm, I'm already laying in my cot, in my sleeping bag. I got my leg off, right? My my prosthetic. I got it cleaned and laying off to the side, you know. And uh, I I I hear the and the spray goes up, and uh, he starts screaming. All I heard was I got bear spray in my eye. <laughs> And I thought he was joking. I said, you know, like, oh, just, because, uh, <laughs> how does that happen? I mean, because, I mean, you, you know, I mean, you really have to, I mean, you've got a, you, you really got, it's like a hundred, a million to one like chance that you're going to like get in there, get a toe or finger accidentally set this <laughs> off. You know, the bear spray has a, has a protective thing on it, you know? <laughs> But of course, somehow he kicks it. He kicks his bag, and then say, "I mean, and of course, where does it spray straight up? I mean, we're talking, and and I see this. So, you know, once I realize, oh my God, he's in pain because he runs out. He runs out of the tent, right? I mean, almost trips, and 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 he's hollering, and uh, I'm like, well, I don't have my leg on. I'm I'm in my long my, I'm in my I'm in my long john hot. So the, the the best thing I could do was like, all right, I I you know what? I throw my sleeping bag over me and I try to you know, I try to get airtight. I try to like wrap up like like those uh, firefighters, you know, the uh, uh, fire blankets, you know. And I'm like, I hold my breath, you know. And I'm like, oh man, I'm just gonna hold my breath. And uh, uh, yeah, you know what? I took one little and as soon as that happened, I mean, it hit me. It was like going through the gas chamber, you know, like being at boot camp again, huh? Boot camp, exactly. You know, and now I'm like, oh my god! And of course, as soon as I start coughing, what I do, I open my eyes, and I'm now. Grant, mind you, I am in a in my sleeping bag, in a zero degree thick sleeping bag, hacking. My eyes are burning, and I'm like, all right, I can I can ride this out, <laughs> right? You know. Yeah, because you know, I hear them. They they had already opened up the the two big doors of the tent. You know, it'll air out, right? I take another breath. No, now this time, I mean, it it got me in my gut, right? I mean, it's like sure enough, it sucker punch you. So, anyways, uh, yeah, um, I hear them yelling. How are we gonna get Joe? Blah blah blah. I hear. One of them run Jake, my buddy, runs in, you know, uh, and what's he do? He doesn't grab me. He grabs my prosthetic leg. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he, runs it, he runs it oh, out. No. He runs it out the, the tent. The leg. Oh, yeah, he no. grabs my leg first, right? <laughs> um, 
yeah, he, he doesn't understand. Like, hey, what's the process? You know, he just thought, oh, you know, right. <laughs> get the leg out, and, you know, I'll be able to put it on out there rather than put it on and walk out. Right. Uh, so, you know what? I now come out of the sleeping bag and I'm on an army cot and I hit the deck, you know, and I'm, 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 I'm trying to be smart, right? Lay low, you know, because uh, all the bad stuff's floating above you. And uh, so I start crawling to the door and I'm hacking. And by this time, I got like a trail of snot. Anyone who's ever gone through the gas chamber of the military or been, been pepper sprayed or bear sprayed. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I had snot. I I mean, my sinuses were clearing, um, and I left this lug trail from the cot all the way to the door. Good God! And I, yeah, and I get to the doorway. I finally get some fresh air, and I start hacking, and I'm hacking right there at the door. I, and I'm not crawling out, you know, because I don't have a leg. I look up, <laughs> you know, about. 10 yards away from the tent is, is, I don't have a leg. is a, is a table, you know, and that's where we've had, like, we did all our, our meal preps and cooking and all that. And what I see my legs over there. So, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, you know, I, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll play the video. You, you got guys, a video of this too. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys watch this here, you know, here I am hacking, you know, what? There's my buddy Jake, and there's my leg. See my leg? He after he went in to go get it, right? And uh, yeah. Good joke, Oh, there I am hacking. There's Jacob pouring. He he's getting water to pour in his eyes to clear him out, right? <laughs> I mean, and, and anybody who watches and wonders where the volume went, there was some cussing going on here. So yeah. Joe muted it. <laughs> Yeah, I understandably. What? Oh, sorry. You know, so he said, uh, you know, he said, eh, you know, eh, and then what happened? Hit him in the face. Hit him in the face. Trying to kill fucking Joe Oh, sorry about that, folks. Gosh. Oh, oh well. So all I say there at the very end, I said it works. Bear spray works. <laughs> I just, you know what? I, uh, um, again, I was not a, uh, a, a true believer in the power of bear spray, but it does work. Um, apparently so. Yeah. You know, but anyways, man, you know, that, that it was, it, it was a good trip out there, you know, glad to, glad to be home back here in Georgia. And then, uh, um, here in the next few weeks, uh, you know, we go back to filming some, uh, some episodes, for uh, you know the show I work with, Lucas Oil Pigman series. But anyways, uh, going out to Kansas, and uh, there's no bears there. Thank goodness. Well, that's good. <laughs> Leave the bear spray hole. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> you know, so, so Johnny, you know, while I was out there, um, each day we, we had to go on top of one mountain, Mount Baldy, whatever Bald Mountain, whatever it's called, and I was able to you know check in with a wife, look at you know you know whatever facebook stuff and i actually saw a lot of videos you were you were cutting and, and editing and, and some things uh some thermal stuff around your house and you know i was like oh that's pretty interesting you know and uh um you're getting pretty good at that but anyways i know uh, you probably i know you got some stuff lined up for us to talk about 
here because it seems like you know you got some activity going on well, yeah uh the activity has picked up the uh number one i've been i had a death in the family so i had a week off and then i had uh vacation so you know part of it may be just because i'm outside more but uh there's a little more to it and i'll get into that later on but basically uh just like every other time just about my dogs went crazy and they ran they ran to the fence and if you want to joe just so everybody knows what they're looking at i'm gonna show the picture of our backdrop right now okay that one yeah that's it now basically this is just a little video i took of where <clears throat> i'm gonna end up standing when all this stuff happens just so you have an idea now if you look past those trees and past those boulders right there it goes downhill so you can be standing at the bottom of that hill and your head probably won't even be as tall as what you see right there in front of you Okay. But anyway, I just wanted people to be able to see that so they have a better idea of what they're looking at whenever we put these thermals up. If you'll put put the uh, the first thermal video up. All right. Thermal so basically, video. after I the dogs went crazy, I went and got my thermal, and I came out, and I started filming. And you'll see, I'll point it out. And I didn't see this when it originally happened. I did not see it on the thermal but there's going to be so what do we have we're looking at a boulder yeah we're looking from my my driveway looking into that kind of that same area or that side of the property and i'll show you when to, i'll tell you when to start looking but all it is you catch the very end of a large thermal signature and i will point it out I'm still looking around still looking around now keep in mind the dogs were just out here like two minutes ago where you're looking going nuts now look let's see i think i move one more time maybe and you'll be able to see what i'm talking about Yeah, it's right after this. Look right there next to the tree. Do you see that? You have a way of pausing it? Yep. Look right there. Right here? Yep, to the to right-hand side of that tree. That. I can't see it because of the strip. Because of the bark. Can you back it yeah. up a little bit? That's the area anyway. But all it is is... And I don't even see it while I'm looking. I didn't catch this till after I watched right there. Oh, okay. Now I'm looking kind of past the kid's tree house. So whatever this is, is fairly large. And I didn't catch it right there, but I caught mm -hmm. it when I was looking at the video later. Just play through. And you'll see why. It's because it's barely even with all that rock back there and everything. It all kind of blended in. See, it just moves off yeah. past the tree. Yeah, it moves. Mm -hmm. Yep. Now, after this, there's all together, I think I took five videos. They're five minutes apiece. Uh, I move further up. I'm looking around in that area. Uh, 
I see like a hot spot. I can't figure out what it is. So I move up again to where the video we showed earlier of me standing, you know, during the daytime. <clears throat> so if you'll play the next thermal video. Okay. Now I have, I've already spotted this thing once. I turned back around and looked at my dogs to try to get a better idea of how everything's supposed to look. I'm trying to find it again, and bam, right there, I find it. There it is. Right here. There it is. What happened? I, I got it. Stop All right, now. I see you. Obviously, I'm talking to him. And you'll notice, as I move left, this thing starts moving right to keep me in its line of sight. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get this, the pine tree right there in front of me, I'm trying to get to the left of that pine tree. So I can, cause I know I'll be able to see straight down that hill right there. But watch what he does. I move left, he moves right. Is that eye shine that I'm looking at? All right, stop it. No, it's not eye shine, it's all thermal. So what it looks like to me, if you'll go back, Joe, to right before he dips out. So what I, after looking at the area, what I think is right there, stop right there. Look in the left. There's a boulder and a big branch. I mean, a big tree right there. There's a V right there in the left side of your screen. Now, whenever go back to where I'm looking at again, and then whenever I move and it darts, while I, I completely lose it, I don't see this until after I go back and play the video again. But go back to where you see his face. All right, right there. Now, what will happen is I'll move left, and then he darts left, and you... You'll see in the far left-hand side of the screen where the tree and the boulder come together in that V right there, you'll see movement. We go ahead and play it through. Oh, yeah, right here. You see that? Mm-hmm. Yep, so he went right there. And uh, From here to there. Gotcha. Now, and, and see, I didn't even see that. Now, in order for him, <clears throat> what I figure is he's probably about I don't know, probably maybe 30 yards away from me. And I found the tree and all that stuff. What I'm going to have to do is I'm going to get my kids out there with me. I tried doing it on my own, trying to line up the camera where it was at exactly. And then going out there and walking and trying to do that. But you, the problem is I've got to leave the thermal and the uh, tablet right next to each other or else they lose connection. So I'm going to have to get a volunteer, which my children are going to be volunteered. So anyway, this happens. And I've looked over the video over and over again. There's never really a point to where you see anything that says, hey, this is a Sasquatch. Now, later on, you'll see when we go through the run through where he ends up being in that V of that tree, standing behind that tree. He's it's it's pretty big. Now, I don't know what part of the body that is. 
and see it just runs through and I've completely lost him it moved so fast I didn't even see where he went but what was really strange to me is how it knows what I'm trying to do it knows I'm trying to get around that tree so that happened and then uh it cool. may have been the next I don't know if it was the next night or a night after that I think it was in the same week I'll have to go back and look at the dates I can't remember anyway so I got the thermal and uh, it's gotten to the point now to where the dogs I pretty much 100% rely on my dogs when they act like they're around usually something happens so it was real late i don't know maybe 132 something like that i was done for the night i had already put up all my gear i wasn't doing anything i walked down to the driveway and i'm standing there my dogs start act, act acting like something's crazy going on so uh well we'll play the videos after i say what happens basically i'm standing there and uh my dog's acting like they're over there so i just start talking to the woods I pick up a stick and I throw it into the woods. I really don't even know if anything's there or not. I'm just going by my dogs. I'm standing there for, for a few minutes. I squat down. I don't even have shoes on, right? I'm out there for probably five minutes. So I take, I'm recording everything on my phone and the light's on. So I start shining the light on myself. And I'm like, hey, can you see me? Can you see me? And a few minutes after doing that, you'll hear it in the video there is a sound like an aluminum can being crushed and it like blows my mind i'm like oh crap i can't believe this happened blah 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 so i went and got another aluminum can and uh i burned trash my wife has a lot of paper trash from doing shipping stuff and uh i figured there's probably gonna be a can over there so i went over there and i found a can i brought it over and i started smushing it and playing around with it seeing if i can get them to do something else and then i wound up throwing it in the woods well, a few minutes later, I hear a slap or a clap. It sounds like a perfect clap, just like that. And then I put my phone down, and uh, I do the same thing. Nothing happens. I go out there. I go back upstairs. I get my shoes, my flashlight, whole nine yards. I go out in the woods to the same area where I think all this stuff's going on at. When I get out there, I find a stick that is stuck perfectly in the ground, straight up and down like this. And then there's another stick pointing like this, laying on the ground, and it's pointing towards my house. And I went out there the next day, and I got video of that too. We're going to show all that. I went out there the next day and looked, and where, if you stand right there behind that stick, you can see there is a pretty much a hole right through the woods right there going directly to where I was standing. So what I think probably happened, and this is all speculation, is they've been able to run circles around me for years. But the other night, they knew I had them on the thermal. And I think it threw them off. I think after that, the stick might be them trying to figure out if I could see them or how far away they need to be or whatever, because they were wanting me to either come out there or 100% know they were there. The first night they didn't do anything. My dogs reacted and I went out there. Well, that night it was intentional. You know, the dogs did react, 
but then they start crushing cans and then start making slapping noises. That's all speculation. So if you want to uh, do the first video. See me? This one? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Can you turn the volume up? Amazing. Come here. You get over here. Yeah, you can't hear it. It's already happened. Holy shit. They just crushed a can. Yeah, we got some foul language in this episode, guys. Sorry, but that was a natural reaction. Back it up, Joe. It's going to be. Can you turn the volume up? Is there any way to do that? It's uh, maxed. All right, I'm going to mute myself. See me? Yeah, you're not going to be able to hear it on here. You'll be able to hear the clap, though, on the other one. It's loud enough. But I've already posted the video on YouTube and Facebook. And uh, you put headphones on, it's pretty obvious. You can hear the... So do you think the clap came from the location where you found the two sticks? Yeah, the, 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 uh, the can crushing and the clap both came from the same area. Go to the next one. That's the other one that's really dark. The next video. You should be able to hear the clap. No, not that one. The one before that that I sent you. I think I sent it last, maybe. Okay. Come. Did you hear it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right there. Mm hmm. And then I just go up and replicate. On this, it sounds like a wood knock, but uh, it was definitely more of a clap sound. All right, now play the next one with the flashlight in it. That's a stick. That's a stick. And that's when I originally found it. When I walked up on it. But I've posted pictures of that. And I've got actual... I've got all these strung together. And uh, with an explanation before and everything else on uh, on the YouTube channel. And the Facebook page. <clears throat> you want to go like, to. So you think like that, uh, that stick is kind of like a phase line. Right, or call it the military, right? Hey, well, phase line, don't cross here. Uh, phase line, we're safe on this side, you know. Um, I think they were, 
I've never, it, it's very few times where I've had them be this obvious about noises. There was one night where I had them pull the trash can down and push a bunch of stuff over and push the well, fence. Well, I, 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 since you got your thermal, you know, your, your capabilities have changed. And I think that's probably something that's, uh, um, they've taken notice of that right before, right. you know, before they, uh, they own the night, you know, and, uh, now you kind of brought in a new piece of technology, you know, and, uh, uh, yeah, I think, you know, you kind of throw, throw them off, you know, and, uh, um, perhaps they were kind of, I don't know, using the word probing, you know, but, uh, you know, test, testing your, your abilities and testing, uh, um, you know, what's safe for them now, you know, right. it, it's kind of like, uh, I was telling you, like, you know, shoot, shooting bab baboons in Africa, people may not like to hear that subject, but you know, it, like they're so smart that they know like, ah, oh, you know, you, people can't shoot a couple hundred yards. So, you know what we say a couple hundred yards away from the, from the Jeeps, right? you know, until all of a sudden some of them get shot next thing you know they're a few hundred yards further away <laughs> you right. know so now here you are you know right you know before they were able to come right up to the wire well you're right right up to your fence line well before i had a i had a uh a tk a uh mm -hmm. FLIR tk scout yeah the difference is it's just absolute night and day you know yeah. and yeah it was uh it's a difference in looking at a, and this is somebody else. the The analogy is somebody else's, except for the uh, watercolor. It's like the TK is looking at a watercolor painting, but the the pulsars, obviously a much better unit, is like looking at a black and white TV show almost. You know, yeah. So it's it's definitely a game changer, and I was surprised. You know, I hadn't had the thing long, maybe a week or two, and yeah. then. You know, I got that. Now, can I prove that that was a juvenile Sasquatch? No, I cannot. And it's not a Patterson video in thermal, but it, man, it acted, it acted like it knew what was up. You know, yeah. and this, what? and keep in mind, the dogs had just been out there and <clears throat> ran up the fence and went absolutely nuts. And then I go out there, and then I catch whatever little bit is on thermal. So we had it had stayed out there for like ten minutes at this point so what do you think what do you think angie i mean after seeing this and then i mean things have changed around his house huh yes that it they have to be able to see something when you're using your scope now wouldn't you think well i, I didn't how, have they don't know that you went and bought something new they have to see something i think they just they could from what from standing there and looking at it and i'm all i can see is its face which i'm assuming is its face face and as i move left it moves right because the leaves you can see that the leaves are changing so it's having to move a little bit to keep me in its line of sight and then i move again and then it moves again and then right before i take my next step to get around that tree you see, it looks like it turns and then darts, like mm -hmm. it figured it out. Now, it may not know that the thermal is what is allowing me to do that, but 
obviously they can see at night. So I think it might have just been simple as it was test. It it could just tell that I could see it. You realize you got a bead on it now. Right. Now, whether or not they know that it's the thermal that I'm holding up to my eyeball that's helping me do that or not, I mean, that's all speculation. But yeah, Probably before, you know, you're out there and you're just kind of looking around, right? You, you well, I mean, I've had thermal before yeah. and night vision. You know, I've always I usually have something on me all the time. I think this is just the first time that they really, I don't know. You know, it's like I said, it's all it's all speculation. I may be completely wrong about everything I'm saying on why they're doing what they're doing, but definitely it's definitely changed, you know, wow. in that time period. So yeah. man, I'm, I'm hopeful, you know, I'm hoping, hoping I'll be able to, but now I'm going to have to change it up a little bit and get a little more, you know, get into sniper mode. Cause I don't know that they're going to be as, you know, now they know I can see them. So I don't know. Well, that's, that's yet to be determined. Anyway, that was that night. Uh, I did want to go over to. I don't. I don't know how much everybody's been paying attention on the page about uh, Chris Reinhart and how he went down to Florida with Chris Connor, and they went out, and they were just trying a bunch of different things, and they were using tri-filled meters, and the tri-filled meter it picks up EMF. Uh, RF, what's the other one? Electromagnetic frequency, radio frequency. I can't remember. Anyway, not important right now. So they were, they had it on RF, which picks up radio frequency. Hang, and it's based, hang on, Joe. Uh, do you do you have one, or do you have something like that? Or? Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm going with it. Okay, I've got one. Does it look like that little uh, flip open uh, flip phone that the folks on Star Trek used? They- no, not really. Um, <laughs> when, they got- down, when they beam down on the planet? No. Uh, wasn't that called a tricorder too? I mean, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch a lot of Star Trek. I don't remember. Uh, you must be too young. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We're about the same age. I, used to, I watched a little bit of it. I just don't remember the name of it. You just don't want to be the guy wearing a red shirt. That's all I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah okay. that's the expendables <laughs> yeah so so you got one now right so after, i got one so after, after chris is their their research right chris and they had it happen in florida where they were having activity happen and when the activity was happening they were getting the uh they were getting hit with rf and we're talking rf the amount that like they described, it would be as if you're standing in front of your microwave with the door open and with it on. Like it's dangerous RF levels. It's completely pegging out the meter. I think it goes to eight. And usually like a cell phone is 0.02 is usually what my cell phone picks up on. So anyway, they're getting pegged out. Well, Chris went and he went to Connecticut and one of his spots had the same thing happen. On a, He was actually doing a live and he had rocks and sticks and all kinds of other stuff. They may or may not have something on video. That's for him to disclose. But they had some pretty cool stuff going on there, too. And the RF meter was pegging out. Now, I had already bought, after the Florida thing, I told him, hey, man, you know, I'm going to try it here, too. So I got one, and I'd been trying it around the house, and I took it to the management area, but it was raining one day. 
that I took it out there. So I, I could only take it out for a few seconds at a time. Never really had much happen. Well, <clears throat> the day, no, it was probably two days after the night with all the sounds and I found the stick. I went to the management area behind my house and I went back to the place where the road crossing happened and where I've had, it sounded like something jumped out of a tree and then I had a stick thrown. So that's, that's my little area where all weird stuff happens. So I went out there and I stuck a stick in the ground with another one pointing in that direction to where all the weird stuff has happened, just like they did at my house, just to see what would happen. And I turned the uh, tri-field meter on. I walked up and down the road. Nothing really happened. I turned it off, put it in my pocket, and I, I was using my GoPro. But it was it was already going dead for whatever reason. It wasn't charged good enough. So I took my phone, and I was putting it in my little holder thing. And I put it in there, got it all lined up. I took the tri-field meter out. I turned it on, and it just pegged out completely, just like it did to Chris in both florida and connecticut now unfortunately i only caught the very end of it on video because i wasn't ready because right when i turned it on it just pegged out and it was probably for two or three seconds and then finally i got it the problem was i was looking at it and thought i was filming it but i wasn't i didn't have my hands close enough together so you get the very end of it but you do see in the video and i put that up too on the facebook page and uh youtube uh, to where after it completely pegs out for another couple seconds, I lay it on the ground and it's still fluctuating. It's nowhere near as high as it was, but it completely pegged out. Now, I don't know what that means. And there's going to be, we're definitely going to have to do some more tests or whatever. And I know a lot of people have always speculated infrasound was how they were doing a lot of things. But, you know, these trifield meters are, the one I got, you don't have to get the $158 one. I got a $53 one. And, you know, it works. And I had it happen. Do I know what that means? No. I don't know what it means at all. But I do know, per the manufacturer, it doesn't get any higher than the readings I was getting. And there should be no reason that that should be happening. So it only happened once for a few seconds, but it happened. So, you know, we're going to be doing... I'm going to be doing some more testing along with them and we're going to you know compare notes but i don't know you know it's pretty weird to me i don't know how uh i don't even know how a living organism would do that unless they're fit with some type of tracker or something that's given off rf but even the stuff they were experiencing was way weirder than that they had it they were getting crazy text messages on their phone with their initials and stuff. Huh. So I haven't experienced anything like that. Really weird. Wow. Oh, no, yeah. You got to go back and watch Chris's video, Reinhardt's video, when they were down oh, in Florida. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. Super weird. Not only was it getting pegged out, but they were getting, uh, they picked up EVPs to where there's voices saying stuff on the recorders. They had the phones get messed with while they were there and back at the house. I don't know. I don't like to really go down all those roads. I'm not real big into the paranormal side of this. I like to kind of stick with this. But I mean, hey, if the RF thing works, you know, if nothing else, what 
What if it works all the time and we can track them with it? You know, what kind of game changer would that be? That'd be pretty cool, you know, mm-hmm. but, now, you know, that's. Are you, that's, are you using ahead. Are you using around your house now with all your thermal sightings and. Uh, I didn't with the thermal and I didn't have. And the other night after everything happened, mm-hmm. I didn't even, if you'll look at the other videos I posted, I'm out there in, in uh, socks. Yeah. Like I didn't have anything on me except my phone, unfortunately. But that's now every night when I lay my stuff out, that dry field meter comes out too. So I'm hoping, if nothing else, even if it's a rock throw or some whatever, and if that dry field meter goes off on RF, you know, I mean, there's something to it. I don't even know what would. I'm not an expert on it, but I know there's nothing <clears throat> in nature that should be pegging that thing out like that. Huh. But so you, you talk to Chris quite often, you know, I mean, what, what's, I mean, do they have a theory or an idea or like what made them think, Hey, we're going to take these RF meters and in the woods and start. I'm not really meters. sure exactly where the idea came from, whether it was Connor or Ryan, Ryan Hart or yeah. something, but I do know they were just doing different types of experiments. They even played, uh, skinwalker ranch have you guys been watching that series yeah you remember when they had the i guess it was the jewish rabbi come out there and do the whatever it was that he did yeah the blessing whatever thing yeah right well they even tried playing that huh and they used they used all kinds of different things now i don't know if they had had something happen before that and it worked before to get them to try it again i don't know the backstory on all that but all I know is there's something to it. So I'm just going to keep trying it out. I mean, I'm, I've got it to wear now. I, I just wear it around my neck and turn it on. And then if something happens, it happens. But, you know, nothing so, else is pretty interesting. Uh, John, let me ask you this. With that tri, tri-fuel meter that you have, uh, do you get any readings from areas that have different type of mineral deposits in the ground or man i have not had it i have not had it long enough to check all that out i mean i've i've checked basic equipment around here yeah uh anywhere from cameras to my phone to all kinds of stuff but i've only had it two places i've had it at the house and then i've had it at the management area i've never had it go above like point zero four i think yeah ever and that one time it went to eight or whatever the highest one is it wouldn't go any further Hmm. so i don't know you know it's that part of it's new to me so i'm gonna have to there's a lot more science behind that that i don't know that i've got to look into gotcha but you know i kind of just wanted to see if it was going to work you know before i spent the time doing all that but I, I believe they're right and i think there's something to it so i'm gonna check it out you know and i was also thinking too about i don't know nobody really knows what's going on with the missing 411 stuff but you do hear all the time about how people take off their clothes intentionally mm-hmm. and leave their clothes behind now hypothermia can make you do crazy things so can dehydration stuff like that but rf can produce heat like extreme heat direct rf on a person like yeah, makes yeah. your skin burn hot yeah you know so, so bear, bear spray also does that to you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Sorry, I don't man. believe you, man. I think we're going to have to do some more scientific testing on that, Joe. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, wear it today, go walking around the woods tomorrow. When you sweat, you start burning. You know, you yeah. Feel it, so. Man, I made a big mistake. Uh, I thought I was super genius whenever we were in infantry school and we kept going all these humps. Shoulders were killing us. And I don't know who got the, the brainiac idea, but we're like, you know what? What if we put on Ben Gay or whatever it was, Icy Hot, before we go home? Oh, no. That way, it'll already be on our skin and our muscles. Whatever it does, it'll help now. Yeah. About 20 minutes in, we're all like, oh, my God. Oh, get it off. Get it off. <laughs> it wasn't bear spray, but it was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and boy. it didn't feel good. <laughs> you know, I mean – it, it's funny you bring up the 411 and people taking off the clothes and all, you know, and then getting zapped with, right, the zoomies, RF signals or whatever, you know, and uh, it must be, I mean, there, there could be some correlation and all that, you know. I don't know, man. I mean, it, I mean, it is, it is just kind of, you know, weird stuff, you know. Um, it's... Yeah, at least in our our industry, you know, and it's funny, like, you know, I always run across outfitters and, and hunting guides and, you know, they'll tell me these stories about, ah, you know what, they, people go out there, they pick mushrooms and stuff like that. And then, uh, you know what, um, the next day, you know, the outfitters will come by on horseback and, the, and their camp's completely abandoned. They leave everything, you yeah. know, and it's kind of like uh, Mike Taylor was talking about him finding Yeah, Mike. Mike's seen that yeah. several times. Very expensive yeah and just left you know? yeah you know um i don't know i mean something happens where you're all seeing you i mean your skin crawls right and you're like i am not comfortable here i am i'm out of here you know so interesting stuff well but i man, don't know if <clears throat> i know there's different weird things going on in our world i don't know I don't think all of it is Sasquatch related. You know what I'm saying? I think there's all yeah. kinds of weird things. That's what I want to figure out is where's the line at, you know, cause a lot of, I haven't experienced any much paranormal stuff except for the orbs when it comes to these things, you know, 99% of it's all been physical, yeah. you know, it's scary on how well they stay hidden. And it at times doesn't make sense where they're, you know 40 feet away i think i should be able to see it but i can't but i can hear it moving i don't know how to explain that but then again you know we don't we don't know a lot about their physical makeup yet you know there is there are hair samples that uh you know suggest they may be able to reflect refract the light in certain ways and all that stuff so i don't you know i just don't know i do not know but it's kind of yeah. weird. You know, this week, yeah, th this week, uh, or at least in the last several days, and Angie brought it up about the TikTok videos about the uh, the big, large pine trees getting shaken and, and all that. And, oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, now there's a video out there of someone uh, trying to break it down and whatnot, you know. And, uh, ah, you know, uh, I know, Johnny. You you you, you kind of had a post on that, you know, and then I uh, had asked some like some 
professional logger friends of mine that that I know have a lot of expensive equipment that are able to rip trees by the root balls out of the ground or cut them at the base, whatever. <laughs> and it, 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 you know, they they shared a video, it, exact model. It was a tire cat, you know, model. What blah, 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 blah. you know, and sure enough, here's a video of them ripping trees the same manner, you know, and this thing, op, you know, is able to move and maneuver through trees you know and i was like well, well that, that was an easy breakdown i was like, didn't dirt. didn't you say he used like a european model that well so so yeah you saw that video you know that was that was made you know the breakdown video was like these tree cutters which they're not even used here you know they're right. they're they're in europe european made model and he, he used model. one model yeah to try and, to and, prove and, whether and it, it was yeah and it was a stock video you know and so like you know i asked you know my, my little buddy bubba rudy you know there in mississippi and you know hey <laughs> you know and he sends a video and here he is i mean he, and he's a young kid you know and, and he's driving the he's driving this tire cat you right. know and, and he's got drone but i mean in the video and it's on your on, on the page there he's got video of him ripping trees up you know and him and his dad operating two of these things side by side i'm like Oh, shoot that was easy you know yeah. like, and that's I mean, another thing he said is that uh they don't ever operate this close to each other you know that's yeah. why yeah that's why <laughs> sometimes then, whenever you don't know about an industry you might want to yeah that's why i'm like <laughs> you know man do a little bit yeah, check check into it a little bit more you know but um i i think it kind of goes on like man you know people they want to believe so bad you know yeah. and, and you know, but yeah, you know, in you, in your situation where I mean, you got these things, and, and I truly believe you you've got things there in these woods, things, behind, whatever yeah, they the, are, <laughs> yeah, the, behind your house, you know, in the WMA, you know, and and whatever. I don't know. It's it's like a it's a cat and mouse game that you've got going on with them. You know, um, that's exactly the best way to describe it. And they're running <clears throat> up until now, up until the other night with the thermal, they've been running circles around me. Yeah. But, you know, things have changed, you know, right. and uh, I think uh, uh, you said there um, some things were some work was going on at the WMA, you know, and it kind of. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. The uh, yeah. they're redoing the road down there. So basically what happened is I. I got the growl video a few months ago. We went on vacation. I went back to the WNMA a couple times. Had a few things happen. Uh, I went on vacation again here recently. And I had stuff happen at the house. I go to the WMA. And then all of a sudden they're redoing the road. Like completely, like the whole road. Putting gravel, you know all the stuff along the side of the road to clearing that out, laying brand new gravel, everything. So I don't know if the uptick, you know, was caused by that, you know, maybe they're getting pushed out a little bit. Maybe it's just hundreds, easier. Over there now, like yeah. And there's, <clears throat> we've got archery season going on too, you know, so maybe, maybe they've just moved closer here for the meantime, but hey, anyway, Speaking of hunting season, uh, you you had a conversation with uh, one of our former guests. Yes, Happy yeah. Harris. Yeah, and it went really good, man. I was uh I hadn't heard from him in a while, and 
you know, we had talked about all of us going out to that property, the one that's close to you. And, you know, I asked him about it a few times and stuff, and I didn't want to keep pushing, you know, stuff like that. You got a bunch of people scheduled, you know, trying to yep, yep. somebody else, not even his property, somebody else's property. And he's got yep. his own life, blah, blah, blah. So I didn't, I didn't want to push or anything, but then I got a phone call from him the other day. And he was saying that, uh, he went to some kind of family event. I want to say it was a rehearsal dinner and he met an old friend from that County to where his experience happened. And they had talked about some very kind of personal stuff. So I'll leave that out, but some very serious topics in between him and this guy, you know? And then the guy says, man, I heard you on that podcast. He's like, really? He said, well, what'd you think? And that guy told him, he said, and this is a, this is a good old boy, dairy farmer. You know, as, as my father says, tough as woodpecker lips. Yeah. And, uh, he said, man, and this guy owns a dairy farm. He said, I, we've seen things out there at that farm that would turn you white as a ghost. And happy's like, what? Really? He said, yeah. So that, just that alone makes what we're doing worth it for me just to know, you know, not only does, because there's that little bit of time he's told his, his uh, experience before on another podcast, but there's always got to be in the back of your head. When you tell your own experiences, you're kind of waiting for that day to where something's either going to go good or go bad. You don't know. You don't know how people in real life are going to react to it. And for it to be positive and to be able to get confirmation that something like that's going on out there from somebody else, another person who does not, these aren't the type of people that just to make up crazy stories. It's a small town, hard living individuals. They don't have time for nonsense, you know? Yep, yep. And uh, so he told me that he told, he said that he's his buddy who owns the property. He wants to go out there with us which is another good thing. And it's been 20 years since Happy's been out hunting, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And he has now gotten in a new lease. Said he's putting up deer stands. That he is getting back in the woods. That's good. So it's, you know, all the way around, man, I'm very happy with how that turned out. You know, that, that it's just a good experience for him in general and that it did help. And that, uh, you know, just getting back in the woods is a, is a big part, but I have all the other stuff, you know, it's good. So I'm happy for happy Harris and we appreciate being a part of his story. Yeah, man. That's, 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 that's exciting for him, you know, and especially when I think back now about when he was on with us and, 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 uh, the losing time and, um, ending up back in his truck. Right. And yeah, yeah you're just kind of like, what? You know, it is, but I mean, that's pretty spooky, you know, and then, uh, that's like my worst nightmare. It's one thing to be able to fight, but then just to, you you just mentally disappear for a few minutes. You know, you have no idea what happens. And, and they, what the samurai chatter, the, the yapping that he heard, right? you know, um, yeah, you know, uh, reason why it's kind of, kind of gives me the EBGBs because man, you know, the farm I hunt is. It's in the same it's right next to it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> you know what? And, uh, you know, but, um, yeah, you know, uh, 
he um there's quite a few stories from that area so it is, it is different you know so well as soon as we can get all, all of our schedules together we're going out there you know yeah go hit yeah. head on yeah now, angie any more questions no but um have you seen that maybe the ritual i don't no. think so god no. is it scary yeah god well well it is it is october i guess i can watch it <laughs> I All want right. to challenge you to watch that movie. What's it about? It's about some guys that go off into the wilderness to go hunting. Oh, great. <laughs> I want to challenge you to watch that movie before your next hunting adventure. Oh, that's wonderful. So, so when you hear the, the, the witch laugh in the woods, you can think about it. Dude, Angie's sabotaging you right now Thanks, in front Angie. of everybody. Thanks, Angie. <laughs> uh, you, you know, last last time I went to Bass Pro Cabela's, I do not. I, I mean, they got bear spray, they got self defense spray. They don't have witch spray. So witch I don't, spray. Even, I don't really even know what I mean. <laughs> it's not really a witch, but I'm not gonna. You just need to watch it. Oh god! The night before you go. So, so Angie, the night before I go is actually Halloween night. Because oh, I actually have, I have to be okay. on a plane Perfect. November first, yeah, to Kansas. Right. That worked out real well. Yeah, thank you. You know what? Um, you know, yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Ah. I want people to know too that if if I look weird on here, I'm being attacked by my dogs. Right well, uh, okay. <laughs> She's no, a do. professional. You're getting attacked by dogs, but keep a straight face. She's just been harassing me for Where the they? last twenty minutes. Wait, are you fighting me? And oh, I didn't even me. notice. Well, I mean, I see oh. you move around. You're kind of squirming around. I like know. That. I've been attacked by two grown boxers. Oh man! And I want to go stop. Sorry, you know, y'all. I'm sorry. They were asleep. So y'all asked me a question and had me start talking. When y'all uh, asked me to talk, they come in here and attack me. <laughs> You know, uh, it is hunting season, right? So, Obviously, and uh, so that was just one of those those questions I always have in the back of my mind is, you know, do the uh, frequency of sightings and all that kind of go up now? You know, obviously, people in the woods, you know, that is bound to happen, right? I mean, it's right. the, the odds increase, obviously, you know, but like in your situation, Johnny, I mean, you you you're living next to a, you know wildlife management area and that's where people kind of go to for hunting purposes and all that and uh do you see a lot of folks out there at all or you know during the um, season you know i've gotten to the point where i think it's probably a good idea not to give talk too much talk about all about that it. yeah because it's gotten no no i hear you i but i will answer your question no they're just the part that I go to is uh, there's hardly anybody out there. There was the like the opening day of archery. There was one. There was one truck with two dudes, and that was it. And then I think I've been back three times since then, and there has been no other. But it's got a main road that runs for I don't know probably four miles. Yeah. And I walk about half of that when I go in usually, and yeah. there's no my footprints have been the only ones in almost two weeks, so it's good. Yeah, you know, and, and that's something I was going to talk about. You know, like where we were in 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 Wyoming. You know, this is a huge bass 
piece of country, you know, and obviously, you know, you can see elk anywhere, you know, you see mule deer. Now the bear sightings we had were actually on a dirt, on a dirt, dirt trail, you know, we, you know, that you can see, you know, we, we rode on a four wheeler or side by side, you know, um, now we would park these things and then hike off into whatever direction for, for miles. And, uh, um, you, you know, big animals, sometimes like bears, you know, they, they like to use human made trails or, or, or whatnot because it's an ease of travel. But, um, man, for the, it just seems odd that, you know, way out there, you know, you, you wouldn't, you would think that there would be more, I mean, a lot of, a lot of sightings, like up close personal types sightings, you know, but I've, you know, I've come to realize, you know, I'll use one day example, me, me and this guy, Clint, we, 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 we hike in like five miles and we had stopped. And along the way, we would stop and bugle and call for elk. Well, we heard someone on a four-wheeler drive down this trail. And uh, and at the very first rough spot, they stopped and turned around because I think, you know, people don't like to get out of comfort zones, you know, no. like, a, like a comfortable trail, you know. And, uh, you know... If I were an animal, I did not want to be found or messed with. You know, it, it's easy. Just go on, you know, go a hundred yards beyond where the humans go, and you're you're safe. Yeah. You know, and I think in, in your in your situation, you, you've kind of got a little haven there. You know, um, well, right there at the right there at where they cross the road in the road crossing video mm-hmm. is a super thick new growth pine thicket with briars yeah and if i had to guess i'm sure it's probably maybe a little over an acre i can't get in it like i can get in 20 feet maybe yeah but there's a without a machete in a couple hours i'm not gonna get in there at all very much and it looks like probably where they were coming from so even in and i'm not way out in the middle of the boondocks you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah. at all you know i'm like um I'm, I'm on the edge of where it goes from there's like city and then there's rural like really rural well i'm like semi-rural in between yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and there's yeah. still like you're saying there's just but there's so many they don't need two hundred thousand acres to disappear in you know, they just need a few, a couple hundred acres here and there to hide. And, you know, we don't go into it, yeah. all of it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, man. Incredible. You know, um, well, man, we always just reached over. Yeah, we're a little hour. over an hour. Yep. So. You got anything yeah. else, Angie? What about the, uh, I don't know, that's for next time. I just want to know if anybody sees this video from YouTube that's not familiar with our Facebook group, look us up on Facebook, the Encounter Brigade podcast. Yeah. And likewise, if you enjoy the videos, because we do post them and keep them on YouTube, you know, you can like and subscribe there as well. Um, Yeah, we got we got a much bigger following on Facebook than we do YouTube, which is why we usually do the Facebook lives. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is good too. I, I mean, I like it just because you can get to know people on Facebook. 
and get yeah. to know, you know, actually talk to people. I, I like YouTube. It's fine for videos, but I really do like our Facebook page. You know, I've enjoyed that. So. Yeah. yeah. I've like got it. a couple of fellas in my area. We're going to, we got some research projects planned for winter time. Uh oh. going to wait till after hunting season. Good. Uh oh. Angie's going out to the field. A Bigfoot date. I know. Uh, I'm so scared. <laughs> I swear. Golly. Oh, my God. Get you some bear spray. I'll be done sprayed it in my own face or something. <laughs> Just don't do that. I will get my. Hey, apparently, mouth. professional hunters do that stuff all the time. So no, no, no. Look. No, I would say my buddy is not a professional hunter, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My bad. He, yeah, he is. Not, he, he, you know, he does. He's got a, a real bad ADHD issue, right? He cannot sit still. How how he has picked hunting as a hobby, you know? Here we um, we hike way back in the middle of this beautiful piece of country, right? And I'm like, hey, we're gonna sit here behind these sage bushes. We're gonna wait for the elk, you know, the, you know, the sun to come down. The elk gonna come out of the mountains, and they're gonna come out and graze. He's okay. Two minutes later, he's on his feet. I can't sit still. <laughs> he's walking circles, <laughs> and he's just one of those guys, you know. Wrong again, hobby, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and, uh, I was like, oh man, you know it, and uh, you know, and I was, I said, man, you would, you, you know, he he wouldn't make it as, as a bigfoot field field research well he probably would you know why he's he sounds like a gorilla going through the woods i mean there is <laughs> there is no stalking technique i hope he doesn't watch our podcast <laughs> oh yeah no he's gonna i mean because i mean he is loud you know uh, and uh so he's the type of guy that you need to go flush something out you send him oh, okay. you know you go through there and flush him out you know but yeah man it's just uh you need to start uh, dropping him off at the out the outer points of where you're hunting yeah have them run in yeah you know hey did you know angie do you remember one of the guy i don't remember the guy's name but uh he went with us when you came out here when we first met and went to the management area and he told a story about his cousin the reason why he got into this is because they were doing that they were they were having people flush deer and his cousin had a bucket and he was sitting either on the bucket or behind the bucket and he heard something running at him and he got ready getting ready to shoot and it was a sasquatch and it ran in it actually broke his arm dang now this is coming i don't know the guy personally after that we never kind of lost mm -hmm. touch i think he i think he just got married probably had a lot going on whatever anyway you know nice enough guy but uh uh, a Sasquatch. Yeah, that's what he said, man. And it it broke. It ran into his cousin and broke his arm. And that's what got he believed his story, and that's what got him into this. But the Sasquatch was running from being flushed out by. by yeah, the other hunters were pushing all the deer towards him. And well, apparently they flushed the Sasquatch instead of deer, and it ran right into him on accident obviously See, it's stuff like that though that makes me question them being able to go through portals and stuff like a lot of people believe i mean they're yeah, gonna I've, i mean why why are they gonna like hunt and clack rocks to communicate knock on trees to communicate with each other but yet they can travel through portals and and yeah. do mind speak it none of it adds up so yeah that's why you know i don't using 
that's why I think maybe maybe there's just other things out there we don't understand. Because like I said before, everything everything I've seen and dealt with has been physical. It's been stuff that you can track, smell, hear, feel the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. There's, there's been a few weird things like the orbs and all that, but just because an orb and a Bigfoot is in the same area doesn't mean the orb and the Bigfoot hang out together. You know, maybe it's just a weird area or maybe it's just because you're out in the middle of the woods and that's where these things hang out. You know, so yeah. I don't know. I don't claim to have any answers when it comes like that. But guys, I got to go. My wife, okay. I've gotten three texts for dinner. So gotcha. All right, buddy. Time to sign off then. All right, guys. Bye. All right. All righty. Thank you for See y'all next in, time. Everybody. Thank Bye. you. Yep. Bye. Suddenly there was a threat to this world from some other species from another planet. I was spotting down the firing range for several shoes when all of a sudden I saw a large hairy creature walking from right to left. We also know there are known unknowns. That is to say we know there are some things we do not know. But there are also unknown unknowns. The ones we don't know we don't know. Encounter Brigade, welcome to the team.